If we've proven one thing, we've proven you can do this as good as we can. Welcome to Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 214-526-7400. Ask for Ken Roberts and Ken's way to watch them HDTV. Get into a tweeter near you today and check out HDTV for yourself. The details are incredible. The camera angles are different from what you see on television. And the colors, well, it looks like it's really right there in front. HDTV is just plain better, and you can see HDTV for yourself at Tweeter. They can explain it to you, deliver it, install it. All you've got to do is sit back and enjoy it. There's a big game coming up. Wouldn't it be super if you had an HDTV before then? Get into Tweeter today so you don't miss out on any of the action. HDTV at Tweeter. Tell them the hardline sent you. The Ticket. The NFL playoffs feature two divisional playoff games. Today, the early game is at 3.30 when the Panthers play the Rams in St. Louis. Rams are rolling at home, winning 14 in a row. Panthers quarterback Jake Delhomme says the Rams' defense will be a challenge. They blitz a good bit. You know, everybody talks about Dallas blitzing and whatnot, but they blitz more than Dallas. Dallas is blitzing with a lot on third down. St. Louis will come on first, second, or third down. They, they really get after you a good bit. The late game is at 7.15 with New England and Tennessee. You can listen to both of the games right here on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Mavericks drop only their third game of the season at home, a 92-80 loss to the Pacers. Mavericks shoot only 36.8% from the floor. Dirk led the Mavs with 20 points. LSU head coach Nick Saban has reportedly had an interview with the Chicago Bears on Friday. Reports out of Chicago say Saban interviewed with the Bears on Friday afternoon, and the interview lasted into the evening. Bears GM Jerry Angelo has said that if Saban wants a job, it is his to take. And the Stars play a matinee with the Avalanche at noon. You can check out the Dallas Stars postgame show with Bob and Dan after the game. Our next ticket picker is at 10:10. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to the T Box weekends on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. The station that sounds better after every beer. Love is a burning thing. 9.52 on the ticket, T-Box winding down as we anxiously await the Rams in 2004. What do you think of this? Oh, wow. What is that? What is she talking about? There's a new, uh, new format, new layout, AG, Avid Golfer. They've changed oh. it. Oh, they changed the look of it. So yeah, now, they up the is it going to be known as AG, like KFC? Is that your goal? No. I wasn't thinking KFC. I was thinking more GQ, but... oh. I was thinking, we'll call it GQ even though it says AG on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. this guy on the cover? Some geek. Yeah. Cart boy of the month. <laughs> yeah, you need to do a cart boy of the month. <laughs> I like it. It's sleek. A little half, uh, half individual. Oh, how was, uh, what's her face? Me? Uh, no, you. How was, uh, what's her name? Morgan. Morgan. How was Morgan? How'd she look? She looked good. Did she look pretty good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She aging well? Yeah. Oh, I thought she looked pretty good. I did. Uh, what do you think I just said? Morgan? Yeah. yeah. What did she look better before? Well, she was... Well, they all look better she younger. She was much more uh, made up and kind of polished 
this time. Oh, uh, you like more, the, when she had the natural uh, beauty? She was more nat- natural last time, but so, she's still a great. Still buffed? And she was cute enough. All right. Yeah. She emailed me, by the way. Yeah. Did she finally emailed you back from four years ago? Yeah, she felt. I guess she felt. <laughs> I guess she felt guilty, like the uncomfortable hour sitting across the table for me when you guys kept on bringing up the fact that I tried to hit on her and she didn't email me back. I guess she was guilting <laughs> into emailing me. <laughs> what did she say in her email? Oh, just that it was great to see you, and uh, mm. I don't know. She didn't email me. Did she email you, Corbin? No. Put you on my oh. block list. I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, she took you me off her block list. <laughs> she comes to tell you. Just wanted you to know I took you off my block list. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is in your mouth? Whoa, wait a second here. I didn't hear about this. I am now the oldest geek in Nashville. Oh, he's wearing braces. Oh, I didn't know he had braces. Wow. Why do you have braces? The clear kind. Yeah. You don't need braces. Yeah, you didn't even need them. No, it it has nothing to do with appearance. It has anything to do with bite. What's wrong with your bite? bad. So you have rubber bands to pull your jaw forward? Not yet. Are you kidding? So the dentist told you to do this? Yeah. That sounds like money making scheme for him. Is it at night when you grind or something? When you're grinding? Uh, Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, your wife was complaining about the underbite. Even at 47, um, (laughs) made odd marks on the rest. It's just a bad. It's 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 a long story, then. Look, honey, your teeth aren't lined. How long you have to have jaw going to fall off or something? No, it just it just degenerates your. Your jaw, if, oh. your, if your bite isn't aligned. Does your dentist want you to quit dipping while you're at it? I haven't dipped. Uh, you yeah. that? How long has it been? You know, uh, how long has it been? Do you be gross. He quit dipping? Be gross dipping he with braces. <laughs> he had to go what? He had to buy life insurance. You know, yeah. I've got to do that. I've put that off for like a year now. You don't? You guys don't have life insurance? Well, I have it through the company. Well, you have but you don't have separate? Yeah, you need to have it with your with, no, you no, child. All but, I have is like the whatever it is, the half a million from the company. So you have half a million with the company? Yeah, so I guess that's it's pretty, pretty good. good. That's standard, isn't it? Yeah, it's standard. Yeah. So now, so now I'm, I'm not dipping and I'm not drinking coffee because it stains. Yeah. But I haven't really missed. Corby's been telling me for years. He, he oh, don't need coffee. You don't actually don't need. I think. How much life insurance do you have, Corby? A ton. You have a ton. Like a ton? Once like how much is a ton? Once you have kids, you should be worth more dead than alive. Yeah, way more. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So Gordon, how much do you have? I probably a million or eight so. grand. Eight grand. A million for you, and how much for her? Ten no. bucks. So there's a million. <laughs> ten bucks for for any P1 out there. There's a million dollar price on Corby's head. Yeah. If you want to start up a relationship with Julie and get a million dollars at the same time, <laughs> one simple step. So Gordon, if if you uh, apply for additional life insurance, are you going to have to quit bug chasing and all that kind of stuff? Gosh, wouldn't it be horrible to put that on your life insurance exam? That you're a bug chaser. You know what a bug chaser no, is crazy? No. It's oh, people yeah. who actively seek out the AIDS virus. They want to get it because they find it erotic. No. You're kidding. No. That's, that's a, there was a movie made about it. We talked about it a couple months ago. Is it like a big bet? How long are you going to live afterwards? Or? No, it's like to these people who are bug chasers, they, they want to get the AIDS virus. And it's like a religious experience when they yeah, get it. When, when the... When they feel it pass to them. When they feel it passing <laughs> into their body, they, they say they can sense it. That's the like craziest thing I've ever heard. Wow. Isn't it? That's, and know. there are people who... Uh, I'm intrigued. You know, the component, yeah, the component to the bug chaser is the gift giver. And there are gift givers out there who, 
you know, a couple up with bug chasers. Is that a surrogate mom? They give the gift of AIDS. Yes, it is a surrogate mother. That's a If you ask me, that's one of the worst gifts to give, too. <laughs> but it is I mean, I, I did for Christmas. There were a few bug chasers on my list, so I gave them AIDS. But it is a gift that keeps on giving, though. So. <laughs> God. Hey, real quick. Hey, we all do that. Feature uh, bug chaser of the other month in, in avid golfer. In maybe, AG. maybe you get lucky and you think it's scratch golf. Might be one of the same. <laughs> Might be one of the same. Hey, so we were talking about this earlier, uh, Davey. So we're figuring whoever gets Danny Lowry wins. So why play? Who's Danny Lowry and what are you talking about? Charity Challenge. challenge. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks he's, for a resetting. he's a sales guy who scored 16 goals two years ago. They scored, what, three or four? Davies is angry at him. He scored a lot. Davies doesn't like him. Because he took over like, Davies' spotlight. Your thunder. Yeah. Actually, your belly. All he had. Davies' life he ever shined at. No, Davies' belly last year took away his thunder. Yeah, I, you were large. My career is over, so I, I'm not even concerned about that anymore. But isn't it weird to think you're what 31? Yeah, and you're you're officially done. Yeah, I'm officially done. Are you going to show those old tapes though to your kids? Oh, definitely. That's so sad. An endless loop in his game room. <laughs> Here's Daddy. So, so seriously, if, if we have to shave our heads, the, whoever loses isn't it kind of a waste to even play? What do you mean? Danny Lowry is going to win, and the other team is going to might as well just line up now. I, I, I like I like Danny. I do. He's a nice guy. Uh, um, reasserting himself. No, but but seriously, if if I end well, up I've seen some holes in his game. No, but <laughs> if I end up on on the opposite team uh -huh. from him, then I'm going to try and take him out. Well, yeah, you're just going to be an enforcer. Yeah, you need yeah. to put on like 50 pounds. Have you dropped to that, Dave? He's working on it. Yeah. You're now just in the floor. You used to be a high-powered scorer, and now you're just yeah, a thug. Well, that's what I actually saw Danny the other night. And threatened him? No, and I told him, I, you know... Uh, hey, Danny, how's it going? You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told him how I, my career was on the decline, and now I'm uh, more of a Kirk Muller type. Offer him a bug chase opportunity? What? What does that mean? Bug chasing opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's what you do. He walks by, and you just squirt some bugs on him. <laughs> <laughs> you have a syringe that's labeled AIDS. Will it take effect in time? Because it's in March, right? Oh, yeah, he'll get it by then. Will you come out on the ice and they introduce you with two big syringes marked AIDS and you're squirting them off? Yeah. <laughs> squirting them into the crowd. A super soaker full of AIDS. They just kind of yell at Don't give anybody ideas. Come on. Get some yellow stuff. Uh, <laughs> yellow? Just pumping that super soaker. You spray in the crowd, spraying the upper deck. So wrap it in a ticket t-shirt. We'll, we'll, we'll get the we'll get the Mavs there. fun slingers out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Old balls, water balloons, AIDS. <laughs> wow, we're gonna sell out for sure oh, now. Oh gosh, we do need we do need to do stuff like that to trick it up though. How funny would that be? All right, everybody, who wants AIDS? Right here. Can you imagine the papers reporting on Charity Challenge? <laughs> Some of the antics didn't go over so well. <laughs> Such as when David Lane squirted AIDS onto the audience. But Gordon's blood cannons were a hit. What are, what are those? I had it at my wedding. I don't know if you remember or not. <laughs> they were on either side of the pews. Remember Julie's train had blood packets in the bottom of it? It looked like she was bleeding from someplace. She looked like Carrie. Yeah, she looked like Carrie walking down the aisle. <laughs> Uh, have you ever been to a wedding? I know. With, with uh, blood packets or blood cannons, Craig? I don't have any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still leaning back he off the I know. Well, for Corby's wedding, this is before Corby got married, we were trying to come up with ideas for his wedding. 
and we wanted to, the moment he said his vows, there were going to be a couple of blood cans mounted on either side of the um, the pulpit area. Facing the pews. Facing the pews, and they were going to spurt blood all over the audience. So instead of rice or confetti, yeah, yeah that'd be blood. As soon as they say I do, then tears blood. <laughs> and the blood packets were as they, as uh, Julie was walked down the aisle, she was going to have these packets of blood in her train that were time released. And so as she walked down the aisle, just there'd be this bloody smear <laughs> falling her, looking like something horrible had gone wrong. Big mistake I go through with that. <laughs> I know, I tried. Big mistake. And just everyone sitting in the pews looking over. Oh, my goodness. Look at that nose. Something gross. What is under her dress? Call the doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Call all of them. <laughs> so I think that I was telling Rick that, God, we already drew tears from Davey before 10 o'clock. That's great. I told him that, that Danny needs to be, because it's a reverse draft, and Danny needs to be the second-to-last player taken. Otherwise, this is convoluted. How do you do that? I don't know. I'm just saying, if he's the last player taken, uh-huh. then he and you, or he and Cactus, are going to be on the same team. We need you and Cactus on the same team, and Danny right, on the it's other Right, it's like a two-for-one thing. Yeah. So, so, Do we know who has the first pick? No. It's, well, a, whoever, it's a coin. I thought whoever lost there? last year, wasn't it? I don't know. That's no, the way it should be. That's the way Dunham and Miller want it, but I think it's a coin toss. I thought you guys said last year, not to get way yeah, into I this, almost, I heard the first pick was the worst pick. I don't remember how it went, to be honest with you. But I'd almost rather have you and Cactus and have that challenge of going against him. Because I'd like to run it, too, the little punk. Well, the, the wild card this year is what they're going to do at goalie. Because I don't know that they're, I, I don't know they if they're going to release this. By yeah, that's, right, that's I know, information. But, but I'm just saying, I, I've heard rumors as to what they're going to do, but I don't know if they're going to you know, find goalies or if they're going to just make somebody on the roster. There's been talk them. of uh, putting in kids as goalies. There's yeah. been talk of midgets. You know what I think they should, should do? You know what Josh should do? Cats. Whatever team is Dan Larry's on, the other team gets Andy Moog. Moog who? Or Moog, whatever. Moog. Oh, Andy Moog. You know, why don't we just do this? <laughs> Whatever the hell his name is. This is the this is the biggest time worn argument for about Guy Carpenter. I could get them. <laughs> why just put in two sumo wrestlers? I don't in know. their sumo get up. That's what everybody said. Why don't you just put in two sumo wrestlers? Nobody'd ever score. It'd be funny with them on skates. How about two terminally two old fast? people? That's an idea I heard that I was really against. I remember when I heard it. You just brought it up. Like, yeah, you wanted that's to... what I'm talking about. Remember when I was telling you about some of the things I've heard that no. happened? When did you say that? That's one of them. <laughs> that's well, one of them. Real... Stay tuned Tuesday. What? <clears throat> what is their announcement on Tuesday? Yeah. We well, the draft, draft is Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. And you're supposed to be yeah. there, too. And the funny part is those those promos, it's like, meet all the players and Gordon. Like, <laughs> you're going to be separate in a cage Math or something. Guy. So are you, are you, are you back in the booth? <laughs> Are you back in the broadcast booth this year? I think playing? so. I I'm back you, in the broadcast I booth. You, I guess I didn't impress anyone with my playing ability. I thought you were a success. A what? A success. I'm having trouble playing with these. Are things. those Rolando Blackman's old braces? <laughs> Is that how he talks? I don't, so why did you have to get those again? I told you like eight Because you caved in your face with cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> How do yeah, the braces? Do how do the braces keep your septum from collapsing? <laughs> two thousand four. Two picks. Two Same old jokes. Brand new year. <laughs> what they are. It really are. <laughs> New material. Well, it's because we never knew a guy other than you that was a coke fiend in the 80s. <laughs> I thought it was the 70s. Or 70s. Well, right two decades. How old yeah. was I? I thought you burned off the front of your face. <laughs> Did you know this, Craig? What? Uh, would you, you, would you, uh, he didn't take a, he didn't, would you I didn't have, have to take a drug test. 
Would you have hired him for AG if you had a Maybe with AG, maybe, you know, it's kind of... If you had known what a drug problem he'd had in his past. I mean, this guy has been party to about 1,200 Sister Christian scenes. <laughs> the oldest joke in the world. That's such a tense scene. It's not tense. You remember the Sister Christian scene from Boogie Nights? How long were you with your Laotian houseboy? Can <laughs> yeah, answer the question? I like the cart girl of the month, by the way, in here. Like her? Ashley Payne. Garden Valley? Which picture do you like better? Of her. The one where it shows her boobs. Let's see. Let's see. Come here. Which boobs? Yeah, it's kind of flat. Yeah. Pretty, though. I'll teach her to spell Payne. Okay, wait a minute. Liv Davy, the be-all to end-all of all ratings. I like the more natural picture than the doll. No, she looks like a root in that picture. No, she mm. doesn't. She's not a root. She looks like she's pushing something. Yeah. Well, she's got a Murano parked oh, right in the <laughs> Avid golfer cart girl of the month that we're critiquing. Is it still avid golfer or is it AG? Um, <clears throat> we're going to keep both. Really? Yeah. So is that what a... a Hopefully we'll migrate. A what? 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 He just said something. What? Like, was that what a... What, what were you... Don't diminish. Please? She's a nice girl. So, yeah, I'm with, I'm with uh, is it Dave who brought up, is AG eventually going to get to where it doesn't stand for anything? Like A&M doesn't stand for anything right. anymore? Or GQ? Or, or uh, I guess A&M doesn't stand for, I mean, uh, what it is, is it, KFC doesn't stand for anything? It doesn't? That no. Is, that is kind of a... You can't say Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore? What's that? You can't say Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore? No, you can't say that. And they say it's got fried oh. in it, right? But Yeah, and they say KFC has nothing to do with Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's even the words. Hmm. It's like A&M got switched to where it's just A&M that doesn't refer to anything else. Oh, Not yeah. agricultural and, I guess, mechanical. We're mm -hmm. still a golf magazine, so I think AG will always stand for something, right? I'll stand for having golfer. My God, hit the American music. They'll always stand for something, boy. They have no idea. You married to an Aggie day. Yeah. Does she know what it stands for? Uh, yeah. She's probably the most disinterested Aggie of all time, though. She, she hates But you know what? She hates A&M. She does. But you're the one that broke her of that. She no. Was, no, I guarantee. She had pride in A&M. No, and then didn't. you broke her down. Yeah, I remember meeting her the first time. I was like, so did you go to a lot of Aggie games? She's like, I think oh, I, really? I, I think one. She, all right. I'm no, wrong. she never went. I was like, man, she, she has pride in her degree because she... Well, why'd she go to A&M then? Because of the engineering school. And now she's in sales. Well, but she's in technical sales. She still uses her engineering background. I don't think she does. I don't think she does. Hey, you got any uh, hot cart girls in your club? Your high tone club? No. Hot yeah, cart I girls. Yeah. Hot cart Call me. girls. All right. I know a few. All right, coming up next, we ask Rick and Craig an interesting question. <laughs> this is The Ticket. KTCK, Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK, Sherman Denison, KTDK, Sanger. Listen all weekend as Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket paves the yellow brick road to Super Bowl 38. All the NFC and AFC divisional playoff games are on the ticket beginning this afternoon at 3.30 with the Panthers and the Rams at St. Louis, followed at 7.15 by the Titans and the Patriots in Foxborough. Then tomorrow at noon, it's the Colts and the Chiefs in Kansas City, followed by the Packers and the Eagles at 3.45 in Philadelphia. Watch all the games if you can this weekend, but if you can't, listen to the ticket while you get something done and you won't miss a...
live, all local, all sports, all the time. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Just a bunch of guys hanging out and talking sports. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Our guys talking about our teams in our town. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. First guarantee, Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. KTVK Dallas Fort Worth, KTVK Sherman Denison, KTVK Sanger. Well, surprise, surprise! This is Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. If we've proven one thing, we've proven you can do this as good as we can. Season low next on the ticket ticket. 
Attention all gardeners. Texas Hydroponics invites you to join the agricultural revolution. Yeah, that's right. Texas Hydroponics is growing. We're growing big here at Texas Hydroponics. We stock a huge selection of hydroponic systems, lighting, nutrients, greenhouse accessories, and more than we can mention in one minute from all the leading manufacturers. With complete hydroponic systems starting at under 50 bucks, Texas Hydroponics makes indoor gardening affordable and practical for everyone. Texas Hydroponics is the largest hydroponics and organic supplier in Texas with three well-stocked locations in Arlington at 3201 East Pioneer Parkway at the half mile east of 360 in Dallas, located near Deep Elm at 3400 Elm Street, Austin, and soon to be a fourth store in the heart of Fort Worth. Log on to TexasHydroponics.com to find the location nearest you or enjoy secure internet shopping from the convenience of your own home with free next day delivery on many of our items. For directions to one of our convenient Metroplex locations, go to TexasHydroponics.com or call us toll-free at 1-866-25-HYDRA. Dallas-Fort Worth's Ticket. Last season, the Mads had only lost four games all year to Eastern Conference opponents. Not this year. With a 92-80 loss to the Pacers, they've now dropped five. Steve Nash says the Mavs' performance isn't up to par. This one hurts. It just adds to our, our frustration after uh, being so average for quite a period now. And it's, uh, it's very frustrating after improving every year to be in this position. But we have to keep fighting. 80 points was the Mavs' lowest point total at the AAC this season. The divisional playoffs kick off at 3.30 this afternoon with the Rams playing host to Carolina. St. Louis has won 14 straight at home, while the Panthers are coming off their wild card win over the Cowboys. The late game tonight is New England and Tennessee at 7.15. You can hear both games right here on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Stars play host to the Avalanche today at noon. They'll be without Mike Madonna. He has a strained groin and was placed on the IR last night. Mo is also expected to miss at least the first part of the Stars' five-game road trip. Make sure you check out the Stars' post-game show after today's game on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. That's the ticket ticker. A service of Goodyear now through January 17th gets up to a $50 cash card with the purchase of four selected Goodyear tires. Call 1-800-GOODYEAR for complete details and the retailer nearest you. Our next ticket ticker is at 1030, breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant Weekend on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. On Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're listening to the very first edition of the Rants for 2000 for 2004. And uh, we have Corby Davidson. Hi. Gen X Davy Lane. Good morning. Hello, Gen X Davy. Hi. And so um, here it is, a new year, and I got nothing. I didn't. So, I didn't even print out any stories today. What's wrong with you? You're usually the linchpin of this show. Uh, well, I got tired of uh, I, I got tired of one working harder than either of you two, and also I got tired of um, every time I would try and tell a story it failing on the air. So I'm just going to that our fault. I'm going to lay back in 2004. Oh, this is the year of laying back for Davey. Right. Well, heck, I don't want to do any work. Corby, will you, you do everything? No, please. No, please. You know what I, I saw? Uh, 
lost in translation last night. Ooh, isn't it great? I loved it. I haven't seen it yet. It's my favoritest movie of the year. It's a great movie. I don't know the top. Well, what else did uh, Sofia Coppola direct in Suicide? Yeah, I didn't see that, though. I didn't see it either. Lost in Translation, though, is, like, sounds really corny, but, like, the sweetest movie. Yeah. You know? It's just the most pure platonic love between two... Totally. Two horny ass people. Two horny and... On the surface, totally incompatible people. But uh, it's, you talking about your relationship? Yeah, exactly. But it's a great movie, and just uh, all the subtle, uh, just jokes. Basically, it's it's Bill Murray's genius. I think he's genius. You know what I watched last night? The whole thing, Groundhog Day. One mm-hmm. of my favorite. I movies love that movie too. Ever. I've probably seen it. I've probably seen that movie as much as Fletch. I don't like it as much as Fletch. Boy, I think it's funny. I need to see it again though. Fletch is still kind of Fletch is kind of dated though with the uh, just the soundtrack and yeah soundtrack. Um, yeah, I need to see that Lost in Translation. Seems like I did see one current movie. And I have no idea what it was. I went on vacation and just watched a lot of movies. You know, I know you make fun of doing that. Well, if you go somewhere on vacation, it always sucks to go to a movie theater. But if you're here, if you have nothing going on, I love going to the theater at, like, noon. I went oh, on yeah, a, if you're home, sure. Yeah, I love doing that. Though. Christmas weekend. Movie. Christmas weekend, I went on a movie tear. I saw uh, Return of the King. Yeah, The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, great. That. Loved it. I haven't seen the second one. Too long, but I loved it. Ending... Too yeah, there campy. Were, there were too too many endings. There was a gay scene with the uh, hobbits. Yeah, How did it end? There's did a lot with Yoda and Anakin waving. Yeah. <laughs> Vader and Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl Weathers and his prosthetic uh, hand. Wooden hand. <laughs> wooden hand. <laughs> it's so giant. That's the worst movie ever. It's Funny so ending, though, when the alligator Carl Weathers and Abraham Lincoln are waving it. <laughs> and, oh, double Corby. You know what else is bad? is Billy Madison. I've never that, seen it, I don't think. That movie sucks. I mean, it is. it was on Fox the other night, and I, I liked, like 10 minutes. I, I liked, liked Happy geez. Gilmore, but Billy Madison was terrible. Wait, I guess Adam Sandler talked, you know, with his real, you know, kind of, and just so, such a humble little boy. Think of Bill Murray. Body. Have you, did you hear Bill Murray ever talk about Adam Sandler? No. He's just like, I'm sorry, I don't get him. I don't understand why people think he is so funny. To me, he is not funny at all. Bill Murray actually says this? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Someone asked him about him. He was just like, I can't believe I he tell says you. that. I mean, yeah, he doesn't care, but. I think Adam Sandler is, he's overrated. There's no question. Some of the stuff is okay. Yeah. I could take him or leave him. I never saw that movie that he got critical you know, acclaim for. What was that? Um, Punch Drunk Love? Yeah, that was that? pretty good. I have it at home, but I haven't watched it. I like that. He's good in it? I think he'd be yeah. better off Dead. served, no, doing those types of movies, though. It says opposed to doing, ooh, look at you. God. But if he does, then he makes $25 million. Right. <laughs> if he does Punch Drunk Love, he gets, what, a hundred grand or something? Probably. I hate the wedding singer. That's a kid punch. I hate that. The only reason guys our age hate Adam Sandler so much is because that could have been us if we had come up with that one. Uh, 
and been that pony, we could have uh, made that much money. How great would that be? You know, he have really, 150 million bucks. He worked it hard, though. Okay. Um, hmm? I saw a special on him where he tried out to be an MTV VJ. Is it VJ? Boy, that is working hard. Mm. Wow. And um, he and really then knows what work means. He's overcome Corby. so much. <laughs> he really has. It's great to hear human interest <laughs> stories like that. I'm not finishing my story. He overcame not getting <laughs> to be an MTV VJ. He overcame anything. You know, when he first started on Saturday Night Live, he wasn't an actual cast member. He was just a he's just a featured player. Yeah. I mean, so go ahead, Corby. <laughs> what? Talk about his hard life. Never said he grew up hard. What? Hmm. Hmm. All right, I have a funny story. Okay. I was gonna finish the what? my movie blitz. Oh. I saw uh, also saw Cold Mountain and uh, Big Fish. Anybody seen Mystic River? Yes, he has. I haven't seen it. It's great. Really? Yes. Cold Mountain overrated. Big Fish really good. Big Fish is Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. I want to see that monster too. Ooh, you know that was sold out last night. What? We wanted to go see it, Monster. That's the um, Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron and oh, Christina Ricci. That just opened this weekend, right? Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and you know, did you see, you didn't watch the Pete Rose interview to either one of you? Did he refer to the movie? It's like Charlie Theron. No. Is that Pete Rose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey guys, Pete Rose here. It's old Pete here. Yeah, I've been on baseball. <laughs> Before his interview, they had Charlie Theron on, who, who to me is she's one of the hottest women in the world. Maybe one of the hot, maybe the hottest. You know the the biggest <laughs> the biggest chubby I ever got in a movie theater. Oh my gosh! Was um, Cider House Rules, where she's laying naked on the bed, and you see her beautiful bottom. I never saw the movie. It's a great movie. That was a kids' movie. But she looks so ugly in this monster movie. It took four hours of makeup every morning to get all that crap on her. Well, I've seen the. Uh, what does she play? She plays Eileen Warno or Warno, who's like the first woman female serial killer. serial killer put to death. Have you not heard about this? Where have you been? I don't read the paper or watch TV. This sucks. Anyway, she's uh, plugged in. She's she got radio producer. Ninety-nine percent sure, not she. Uh, all the critics are that she's going to win Best Actress. Like I, hope, it's that, I hope she does. It's that powerful a movie. Well, I, I looked at her, and I couldn't even make I that saw the, I saw the preview, it, having no idea what the movie was about or anything. didn't know. I she had, makes out with Christina Ricci in it. Yes, she does. Because mm. she's a lesbian in it. But they showed this woman. I was like, God, who is that gargoyle, you know? And then it says Charlize Theron. I was like, oh, my God. And, and Christina Ricci's all crapped up, too. I thought she still looked pretty good. She no, looked as ugly as... Charlie Theron gained 30 pounds for the role. Really? Yeah. So would you, would you ever allow your wife to do that for a big role, say? How yes. much does it pay? Like probably between 5 and $10 million. Yeah, yeah, and she gets a personal trainer right afterwards, sure. But what if she said, you know, I'm happy like this, say? Then I'd divorce her and take half. Attaboy. Attaboy. Don't say attaboy. Don't encourage him. But Christina Ricci kind of parked up for it, too. And they showed Christina Ricci's... Because uh, Charlie Theron looks exactly like this woman. I mean, exactly. I know. It's amazing. I saw the picture of the real woman. And Christina Ricci looks nothing like the girl she's playing. Because they showed her in court. Because I guess this woman eventually testified against Eileen Morneau. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. But, oh, my God. You talk about a bull dyke of a woman. Hey. Hey. What? Yeah, Sybil. 
she's like a Taurus dyke. She's like four foot eight, with like Sergeant Carter haircut, and about two eighty. <clears throat> and they were humping around Florida together. Hmm. Literally. But it kind of turns me on, even though Charlize Theron is real tore up to know that she's kissing Christina Ricci, yeah. who I think is really cute. So Christina Ricci really made the – I can't believe she is one of the rare ones that can make the switch. Child, yeah. actor, and is now gets a and lot she, of work. And she only takes those really quirky, weird uh-huh. roles. Yeah, she's, she's, she's got a Johnny Depp. Indie chick. She's a Johnny Depp of females. And she's got a giant rack. Yeah. yeah. A girl with a huge rack. Reduction, by the way. You know, another one that was a child, a child actress. She had a huge rack in Casper. Yeah, she did. She I know. Did? That made me uncomfortable. For real? Um, is uh, that Kirsten Dunst, who I don't think is that good I looking. I don't think she's good looking at all. But yet she still gets work. She has vampire teeth. Yeah, she does. Still left over from that movie. What movie? Interview with a Vampire. She was in that? She was the girl. The little girl. That's she how... was? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Little curly-haired girl? Little curly-haired girl. Wow. So I was if... in love with Brad Pitt in that So movie. if you're an actor or an actress and you want to win an Oscar, a Best Actor Oscar. It's something that uglies you up. Well, no. well, for a guy, you have to play retarded a retarded guy. person, and then for a girl, you have to look tore up. Mm-hmm. Well, who else has done that? Uh, Halle Berry, Monsters Ball. She wasn't oh, tore well, up. Oh, yeah, in she Monsters looked real Ball. ugly. She was smoking hot. Well, but she, what, you know, she was oh, like she white trash. She had an accent. I don't, I don't think she's black, black, black trash. Mulatto <laughs> trash. Well, women have never really Absolutely done that. White trash. Nicole Kidman. Was yeah, in, for uh, Scarface. No, no, in uh, oh the Sylvia Plath movie. What is it? Oh, with the, the hours. The hours. Did she win for that? I don't think she won, but she ugly herself up trying to win. I think that's just kind of the formula for guys, for sure. Because Daniel Day Lewis with My Left Foot, Jeffrey Rush and Shine, uh, Dustin Hoffman and Raymond Retardo. No, no, no Rain not Man. called. He wasn't a superhero. Probably <laughs> <in> wasn't. <that movie. laughs> Let's pen that script this afternoon. Retardo. 1027 on the ticket. I have good. Happy birthday. Sports Radio 1310 the ticket is 10 years old. And this month's issue of the sports page is a collector's edition dedicated to all that is and ever has been tickets. Marginal P2s and P3s will discover in-depth research reference material that's desperately needed to convert you to coveted P1 status. This month's sports page is a ticket primer full of information on everything that you never wanted to know about the ticket and didn't care enough to ask. Pick up a copy now at one of the hundreds of Metroplex locations and at sportspagedallas.com. The 10th Anniversary Collector's Edition. Welcome to Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, www.theticket.com.
This is Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Breaking sports news first, guaranteed. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. the ticket. Just a bunch of guys hanging out and talking sports. Well, surprise, surprise. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. about our teams in our town. Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. 999 and 49.99 respectively unused anytime in a 12 for one year. Two-year service agreement required. Seats over the table. I'm Layla. Something is frozen over in New England. Next on the ticket ticker. T1, what does home mean to you? Shouldn't it be a place where you feel secure, relaxed, and where people care about you? Camino Real Apartments is the only place T1 should call home. From the moment you come by for your first appointment, you'll know that the Camino Real staff cares about you as a resident. And wait till you see it. Amazing, spacious floor plans, elegant apartments with vaulted ceilings, wood-burning fireplaces. How about two half-court basketball gyms for a pickup game or shoot-around, or a full workout facility for cardio and weight training? Relax in the spa or hot tub, or take a dip in the resort-style swimming pool. The location is prime. At Plano Parkway in the Toll Road. Pewons with a January move in, you'll save up to $3,000 in rent over the course of the lease. Plus, you'll be automatically entered into the Viking Cruise Giveaway, a five day, four night cruise out of Galveston. Camino Real has hosts of gifts for new January residents to choose from TVs, VCRs, DVD players, a year's worth of free golf. You pick. Camino Real will even waive your security deposit and pick up your moving costs. Only a handful of. thing we've proven you can do this as good as we can.
Welcome to Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Tickets are $40 and are available at www.richardsonrotary.com. A message from Miller Life and Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. The Ticket. Today's NFL Divisional Playoffs feature some big weather in New England for the Titans-Patriots game. Commander Real Apartments bring you the ticker. Game time temperatures at 7.15 tonight at Gillette Stadium. It's expected to be 0 to 10 degrees. But that's not stopping Patriots quarterback Tom Brady from thinking Super Bowl. It's really become a goal of ours to get into the playoffs and then to work our way through the playoffs. We stay very focused in the short term to be able to do that. And to be able to play this Saturday night, it's like the Monday night game, you know. It's Everybody's watching. The early game is at St. Louis between the Panthers and the Rams. It kicks off at 3.30. You can listen to both games right here on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Mavericks lose their third game at home this season, a 92-80 defeat at the hands of the Pacers. Mavs are now 16-3 at the AAC this year. By the way, Indiana has won seven in a row. Some head coaching announcements in the NFL. The Falcons named Jim Mora Jr. as their new head coach. Moore replaces Dan Reeves and is the son of former NFL head coach Jim Morris Sr. The Cardinals have signed Dennis Green to a five-year deal for their head coaching position. And former Oakland Raiders head coach Bill Callahan has accepted the job at Nebraska. Our next ticket ticker is at 10.50, breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to get the brand-new Ticket Flex Fit baseball cap. Order yours today by logging on to theticket.com. The players for Subway Team Hardline and Speedy Oil Change Team Users are taken from worst to best at the Charity Challenge on I-7 Player Draft this Tuesday at Pugsley's Library on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. Yeah. 1034 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're listening to The Rant with Corby Davidson and David Lane and Gordon Keith. 2004. We're pleased to be with you. We're going to go to the phones here in just a moment to hear what the rant listener has to say about this new year. Mm-hmm. Kind of give us your review of the new year so far. Let's grade the new year. That's what we want to do with mm. you, the listener. Give up. Yeah. All right, now, <laughs> grade the new year. Now, Corby, you have a story he wants to tell. It's a pretty uncomfortable story, <clears throat> but it's one that I love to tell. Does this involve your wife again? Don't refer to that at all. Are you going to get punched? But you're the one who brought it up. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Goodness. So, my dog, my smallest wonderful dog. You only have the two, right? Yeah. Lola? Lola. So it's your smaller dog. Yes. Thank you. Your mentally retarded dog. Pretty much. It's an SPCA one, right? Pick a pal. You got us a pick a pal. Same business. I don't think they kill though. Does the SPCA kill? I think so. Yeah. I don't for, think. I think they do it for pleasure. Yes. No. Yes. Screen the calls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we've been suspecting for a while. She has a really yeah. bad problem of scratching. Like, I mean, she scratches constantly. All over. Oh, those dogs are damaged good. <laughs> I know nobody's supposed to say it. No one's supposed to say, hey, everyone adopt these dogs that no one wants. There's a reason no one wants them. Oh, God. Can you get one from there? No. I found mine in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and if I saw one sign of him being weird, I'll go 
I tried that. You tried to let your dog out? Yours. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you tried to throw the yours out time, the of your truck. The one time I trusted Corby to watch after my animals. I did a good job. <laughs> you did not. The cops were out there. It's okay. I was so hungover. You, it was he, New he Year's destroyed, Day. He destroyed my hardwood floors with water. There was water damage. Well, why do you have a giant frog sculpture that pours out water all over your home? That is a Matisse that I paid a lot of money for, That is sir. not. That's some wrought iron piece of crap. <laughs> so Corby goes over there with his own dogs, which are just these big, lumbering, wild-ass dogs that knock down anything in their path. And so he opens the door. My dog runs out the front door. His dog runs in my house and knocks over this fountain spilling water everywhere. Corby goes running after my dog, which is out in the front yard somewhere about to get hit. Oh, no, it runs off like way down the street. Well, Corby forgets to turn off my alarm when he went, went to go run after my dog, and all of a sudden he gets three houses away and... Yeah, like, oh, God. So I go back in, and I'm trying to hit the code, and I can't get the code right. I'm calling Gordon. I'm like, and he's in New York. You know, I'm like, what, what? And finally, he won't answer his phone. The cop, I just hear a gunshot on the other end. The cops call. I'm like, I I'm house-sitting. And they're like, well, you have the alarm code. I'm like, yeah, but I forgot it. I see. I mean, I was so spaced out, you know. Damn drunkard. All right, so anyway, so your your dog, one of your damaged dogs, dogs, and I'm, we're assuming, so she has allergies. You use oatmeal shampoo. We do. We use everything. We give her pills. Nothing works. Um, Change her food? Kill her. No. We put oil in her food, like motor oil. She might be allergic to something in her food. You may need to switch. Like oil. Could be. We've also suspected that she had fleas. My wife found a flea on her not too long ago. Anus. What? So, the other day, she was up on my bed, kind of wallowing around, and I thought I saw a flea. Mm-hmm. And it was down there. In her private? Yeah, near it. On Julie? What? <laughs> on my dog. Oh. So, wait a second here. Do you guys use the uh, Sentinel tablets to Front detect line? Sentinel? Is that the finger method? Sentinel is a pill that oh. you take for heartworms and for, and for egg hatching. Front line is like the, front line the oil you put on Yeah, it's put it's between the shoulder blades. Advantage, I think, is what it's called. Little pinch. Yeah, advantage. Same business. Same business. <laughs> yeah, we use that. So I thought I saw this flea right down there in her nether regions. In her vulva. Mm. So you just went to town. This is Julie. This is my dog, Lola. Don't call her that. So this is your, it's your youngest bit. Yeah. And so I, I open, she's on her back. And you spread her legs. I spread her legs. And you just start going to town with that bitch, trying to find the flea. Well, listen, and I go down there, and that air, I can't see the flea, you know? So, I'm, so you have to go in there with your teeth to get it shut out. Shut up. What? So I'm real close down there to that area, okay? What would the flea taste like? I mean, I'm probably an inch away trying to find this fleet, just digging around. So, and your pastor walks in. Imagine, imagine. Tastes like cocktail sauce. Imagine your wife walking in on you and seeing oh, you. With your head between your dog's legs. With your head between your dog's legs on the bed. With <laughs> the dog laying on his back. Yeah. Lola's. Oh, and her tongue's just hanging out. And I hear. 
What are you doing? It's a flea. Come look. Look, I'm going to leave, and when I come back, I don't want to see this again. I will never speak of this again. So you were, you were like knuckle deep? What does that mean? Knuckle deep. He means knee deep in the process oh. of finding the flea. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to get a flea. You, you get away from her. <laughs> Two or three fingers. Are you? What? The dis- the distance between you and and the dog's private. Right. Like three fingers. It's like a fist. Really? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's very embarrassing. Let <laughs> all your buddies smell your finger after. <laughs> Because of the flea medicine, you know, it's like a... Yeah, that's way yeah. to get out of that one. So, I don't recommend that. All right, Dave, I can, I can tell you what's happening here. Uh, Corby... Here we go. ...was basically busted in, a, in the middle of a sexual act, mm-hmm. and he thought, well, if, if I, I tell, tell it on, on the air, air, then it'll diffuse the situation. Obviously, I... Thank God I have a radio job. Right. That's what's happening. So, um, if you had to choose... Between Lola Lola and Whitney. Shut up! Because that was another thing that was weird. I kept saying Whitney when I was looking for the flea. Yeah, kept calling her Whitney. (laughs) Is this real Whitney? (laughs) Pretend you're Whitney. Oh, Whitney, you have fleas down there. Whitney's Corby's sister that he confided in us he had a relationship with for a while. Took baths with her through high school. Yep. (laughs) You know what? I never even took a bath with her when I was like one. So it was really weird when we were scarred. Well, that's a heck of a story there, Thank Corby. you. Thank you. I have many more for the new year, too. How is your dog doing, Dave? I haven't seen Andre in a while. Um, both my dogs are excellent. You know what? Both. I don't you, remember the second. You don't remember the second you're, one? You're a sorry son of a bitch. Why? Oh, my gosh. Because, and I know why your neighbor turned you into um, animal control. Why? Because Monday or Tuesday, I don't know, it was like 10 degrees outside, and it's like 8 in the morning, and I'm walking my dogs, being a good dog owner, getting them their exercise for the day. And I walk by Dave's house, because he lives over there by me and you, Gordon. In Arlington. What? In Arlington? Yeah. South Arlington? Yeah. And uh, I see your dogs outside. Right. And your cars are both already gone for work. Right. Why don't you leave your dogs in during the It night? was so incredibly cold out there that I almost took your dogs home with me. You are stupid. I saw one of your dogs out on the sidewalk holding a cup of pencils yeah. for sale. It was trying to get some so money for some cold. Out. I was like, God, they have to be out all day? They li- they prefer being outside. Yeah, what was the second dog you got? I do remember. He was a stray. Yeah, but what was the story? You got it from He had there. a lamp cord tied around yeah, his Yeah, a lamp cord. Lamp lamp cord. Erica was out walking, and the dog ran down the alley and ran up to her. So is that dog... Tamed now? Is oh yeah, he's he's uh we've had him for like six months. He's he's more calm than Henry. He's well, he's he's younger than Henry. He's only like eight nine months old, so he's a little more spastic sometimes. But he's more well behaved than Henry. He's a great dog. You need dogs like to be inside. No, our dogs like to be outside. Not in that cold weather. Dogs had, love being inside. It was not ten degrees. It was like forty. Dave, it was that morning. It was 21. Why don't you put a doggy door? Yeah, you need a doggy door. They have a dog house. Do they? They do. I bought them a dog. Not as nice as your house, though. Yeah. Is it open air? No. (laughs) He's getting mad. He is getting mad. 
you are mistreating your animals, and we're just trying to... They need to be inside. All you need to do is come home from work at lunch, let them out, let them run around. I do if it's if it's bad weather or if it's too cold. If it's raining or ah, it's too cold. The coldest day of the year is not too cold. Not it doesn't get that cold here. So you're adopted. You have that extra layer of fat. Yeah, you don't feel lard. Dogs yeah. have fur. I know, but. If my dogs are out there for like 10 minutes, they start freaking out and scratching at the door. That's because your dogs are deranged. <laughs> okay, when I said screen calls, line four would be one you should screen out. Yeah, it says, name, emperor, son, subject, dog licks owner's ass. <laughs> what what makes you think that that would be something that we could uh, say on the radio, Corby? Oh, because it was written on the screen. That's the reason I wasn't going to take his call because it was so offensive. Well, how exactly do you screen calls for the rant? You just with do your it. ears you and do hands. It. it doesn't work. Buy the ticket. What's up? Hey. Um, Ramper's son. Ramper's son. What's this story you're trying to tell? Okay, when I was ten years old, my cocker spaniel. Uh, <laughs> Are you high? <laughs> no. Um, okay, when I was 10 years old, my, um, I did this really bad trick with my, my cocker spaniel, and it, like, went up and started licking my ass, like, to clean it. You tricked your cocker spaniel into doing that? How was that a trick? Did you wipe jelly all over your bottom? No. Why did you do this? I don't know. Did you did you derive some did you derive some kind of pleasure from it? No. And you wonder, Emperor's son, why you were without woman. How many times did you do this? Once. Bull. Are you lying to us? No. Do you still have this cocker spaniel? No. Did you kill it right afterwards because you felt so guilty? No. Why are you giggling? We'll talk about Dave leaving his dog out in the cold. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Corey was talking about um, doing stuff to his dog. I didn't do anything to my dog. He wanted to. He just didn't follow through with the I got right. I got busted, so I didn't have time. <laughs> so did anyone bust you doing this? Deep in your dog. I'm hey, Emperor's son, listen to me. Did anyone bust you doing this? No. Well, my friend was there. And your friend he watched this? <laughs> Yeah. So, what was your physical position when this happened? <laughs> I was standing straight up. Squatting? No. I'm so creeped out right now. I'm creeped out by... <laughs> I think it's time for a break. What was the dog's name? <laughs> Penny. You want to give her a shout-out? <laughs> Not really. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is she still alive? Uh, Probably not. What do you mean, probably not? You don't know where she is? Yeah, we, we, we gave her to the SPCA when we moved to Texas. All right, got to go. This Tuesday night, it's the Tickets Charity 
NHL tonight's player draft, live from Pugsley's library. Find out who's going to play and how the teams match up. Then wake up early Wednesday morning. Put the phone to your head instead of the gun and call 214-GO-STARS. Tickets go on sale at 9 a.m. January 14th for CCOI 7 at AAC. Last year, the lower bowl sold out in one day. Don't miss your chance to sit up close and see Subway Team Hardline battle speedy oil chips. Sports Radio, 1310, the ticket. Just a bunch of guys hanging out and talking sports. Ask for Ken Roberts or we'll stick the candy man on you. It's your good friend, Kevin Scott. I'm giving you a, a special... Hey, Kevin. Morning. Hey, what's going on, Corby? I'd like to invite you and the rest of the Rant fans and Dave and Gordon, if you want to. Right out the grapevine. I mean, wings and things. The William D. Tate at 114. Very easy to find. It's right across from the post office. We're going to be here 11 to 1 o'clock. You come out. And the big draw is probably ticket chicks, as it is for most people. Tasha and April are going to be out here. But if you want to win a ticket t-shirt or a ticket travel mug, you're you're more than happy to come out and sign up for those things. Come out here. Obviously, you get wings. You can also get things. But if you mention the ticket, you, it's not hard because we're out here already. You get 50 wings for 19.90. William D. Tate at 114. Hey, when it comes to total car care, there's no better place than Precision Tune Auto Care. Every year, over 1 million people trust us for brake service, diagnostics, radiator flush and fill, fuel injection cleaning, emissions testing, air conditioning service, and tune-ups. In fact, if you can get it at the dealer, you can get it at Precision Tune Auto Care. We back up our work with Precision Tune Auto Care's 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty, and we're right in your neighborhood. Precision Tune Auto Care. We keep it going. We're one-stop shop for Right now, Mission 1310 to ticket. You get a premium oil change for just $13.10. Log on to com for a location near you. I'm Layla. How can Carolina improve from their first playoff win? Next on the ticket ticker. Fresh air, clean grass, open skies. Who doesn't love the great outdoors? Step into our time machine and we'll magically transport you to the great outdoors. 
Oh, pardon me. I didn't see you come in. Where are we? The dial said the great outdoors. You got it. The great outdoors. Dallas's premier sub shop. But we were expecting meadows, trees, fresh air. How about fresh baked bread? Fresh meat and veggies with your favorite toppings. Sounds good. I am kind of hungry. This smells great in here. Where, where are we? It's the great outdoors. When you come into any one of the eight great outdoors, you'll get a great sandwich made just the way you want it. Consistent quality every bite, every time. For 30 years, we've gone the extra mile for you. So you'll drive the extra mile for us. Stop by the great outdoors near you and try a delicious, high-quality sub like the Outdoorsman, one of the signature subs of the great outdoors. Stop by the great outdoors at Park Lane in Greenville in Dallas and register for the Ultimate Outdoorsman Contest. You and a friend can win a trip to the Cullen Ranch. The great outdoors with eight Metroplex locations. Stop in one today and get a free medium drink with your sub when you mention the ticket. Dallas-Fort Worth's ticket. Ticket, ticket. Playoff games today. The early game is at 3:30. It features the Carolina Panthers visiting the St. Louis Rams. Panthers have never won on the road in the playoffs, and Coach John Fox says the Rams don't make it any easier. We're in a single elimination tournament, and uh, you know I think it's important that uh, you bring your A game in these settings, and because you know, it's hard to advance, you're down to the final four in our conference, and uh, you know everybody's good, and you know you've got to bring your best on that day. The late game is between the Titans and Patriots at 7.15. You can hear both games on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Maverick starters were held to only 42 points in their 92-80 loss to Indiana. Antoine Jamison says the offense has to improve. We found a way to get it done defensively. It really uh, contributes to the offensive end, and it really um, you know, kind of gives us some kind of energy offensively. And uh, tonight, when we need the stops, we got them. But just on the other end, uh, we just couldn't find a way to get it going. It was the lowest point total for the Mavs at home this season. Stars play host to the Avs at noon. Mike Madonna was placed on injured reserve with a strained groin. He will play this game and is likely to miss the first part of their five-game road trip. Listen to the Stars post-game show anyway, right here on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Our next ticket ticker is at 1110, breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket, wonders why a dog gets mad when you blow in his face, but as soon as you put him in the car, he sticks his head out the window. 1054 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. We are so happy to be back. We have not been here, and when I say we, I'm of course referring to Corby, referring to Corby Davidson, David Lane, and, and myself, Gordon Keith. When was the last time the three of us did a show? September. No, I think it was a little bit later than that. Yeah. Well, it was probably almost a month ago. Beginning of December, maybe? Beginning or middle of December. And that's a long time, but I'm here to tell you, there's something else. I've missed you. That's weird. Did you guys do the story yesterday on the mountain lion? Yes. Have you heard this, Dave? Yeah, I think I heard I heard one of you guys talking about it. Incredible. I'm a P1. I don't know Out you know. there in the California, Californication, which, by the way, is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. I hate that song. Yeah, it's a bad song. Californication. Not a bad song. Is that the same one as... Or is that Under the Bridge or whatever? That's probably Under the Bridge. Which is the second worst song of no, all time. It's a good song, too. It's a good band. Solid band. No, they are a solid band. I agree with you. Except for those two songs are just god-awful horrible. They peaked out with Blood Sugar Sex Magic. No, this last album is their best album. No way. Oh, yeah. Did you listen to it? You didn't even listen to it. No, it it's amazing that they're still together. 
No, I didn't. They've been around for forever. Yeah, I mean, they've been together for forever, which is incredible. When you look at those guys, and I would have thought, okay, half of them should be dead by now. They were all heroin addicts, so they lost one guy. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. The original guitarist. But like Anthony Kiedis, the... He had a bad heroin problem, and for some reason... How do you kick heroin? I don't understand that. Well, I've always heard not you only can't he, kick not heroin. Not only did he kick heroin, but for some somehow he's the only human in history who did heroin and still was able to, to retain this nice sculpted figure. Like, he was built, uh-huh. you know? And most heroin addicts, you think of these real skinny, gaunt... Yeah. Gross. They get all inky popped out. Yeah, and he was like big, and he still is. I saw them last year on New Year's Eve, and they were. Really I just good. always thought you couldn't kick heroin. But you no, know you what? Can. It seems it's like not it's like if you do it. Obviously, you can kick it. A lot of people kick heroin, but it's hard. I've always heard that it's just like the hardest thing to kick. Heroin is just almost next to impossible to kick, and once you start it, you almost are immediately addicted. John Lennon kicked it. Eric Clapton kicked it. That's right. And, you know, Keith Richards said in an interview about four years ago that he still likes to do it every once in a while. He is amazing. (laughs) Every once in a while. I wonder how often that is for him. Probably like once every other month or somehow when you brought up the mountain line I don't I can't believe that I would end up talking about Keith Richards <laughs> talking about Californication sorry alright so this mountain line out in uh, California is out of this you know I guess national park or something like that where people you know it's a recreational park people bike through there and hike through there and that sort of thing so these two girls are out mountain biking and this mountain lion jumps out of nowhere Grabs one of the women by one of the women's one woman by the face and starts dragging her into the woods. Her friend so grabs, so she's riding on her bike and it jumps out of the bushes yeah, knocks and knocks her, her, off. her off the bike. Knocks her off and uh, drags her a hundred yards. Drags her a hundred yards. Meanwhile, her friend grabs onto her feet, trying to keep the lion from taking her away. But eventually, the lion breaks away with the woman and drags her a hundred yards. So a guy who's nearby hears this and goes and and sees this whole scene. See, here's the woman screaming, you know, just horribly screaming, and goes and finds them. And I guess they threw enough rocks at this mountain line or whatever that it ran away. Yeah, they scared this, the animal. But this woman's in pretty bad shape with, the, you know, her head injuries this, to this animal. It's like a 30-year-old woman. It was clamped on and dragging her by the head? Yeah, I read one report that it it, had, it was dragging her by the face, which makes it seem like it had her face in its mouth. Well. So, of course, they start to hunt for this mountain lion, and they find Frontier it. Justice. They find it and shoot it as it's returning back to this other guy that it had killed earlier in the day, like a really fit 35-year-old dude. No way. Yeah, a really fit 35-year-old dude that it had killed earlier in the day, and it was returning back to feed on his body, and he was already about half-eaten. Boy, how greedy was that mountain lion? And so they shot it, and it was about a uh, it was a two-year-old... 110-pound male mountain lion, male cougar, and um, they opened up its stomach and they found tissue that was consistent with, you know, human tissue. And They say it was out for blood. Like, a lot of these people say they see mountain lions on this trail that just, they're scared of humans, obviously, and they've been wanting to do with it, but this one was, was out for them. Small, I mean, smallish, 110 pounds. Now, Craig thought that if he was armed, Craig thought if he was armed with a Swiss Army knife, he could take a mountain lion. Hang on. And I said you couldn't even do it with a Bowie knife. All right. Hey, let me finish this. Okay. They say now, though, that... The lion was gay? There were three sheriff's deputies trying to find this cat. 
walking all over together. And that they couldn't find the cat. And the only reason they did is because there was a helicopter trailing them. So is it a lion or a cat? It's a mountain lion. It's the same thing, Dave. A lion's a kind of cat. You know that. Um, The helicopter is using some sort of heat sensor to try to pick up this, this mountain lion. It did. And sure enough, it was only about 50 feet away from the officers, and they say it was stalking yeah. the officers while while they were trying to hunt him. They, he, so it's like predator. It was getting ready. Yeah, it was getting ready to attack him. They said probably within you know the hour it would have tried to attack him, and they found it and, and shot it. Doesn't think all these people who uh, and I know you're a big animal rights person, Corby. Uh huh. But if you're hunting dangerous game, and a mountain lion is not near as dangerous as like. Real lions or tigers yeah. or leopards, things like that. Humans are the most dangerous game. I'm telling you, people say, oh, well, you've got a rifle and that animal. Those animals, I told you how they do this, that where you, you track them, mm-hmm. and what they do is they go on up ahead of you, and while you're still following the spore, they will double back around back behind you while you're still tracking their tracks. They've gotten far enough ahead of you where they can double back and get behind you, and they come up and get you from behind. Right. I mean, they are smart, smart predators. They found him at night. They had to shoot him at night. It was 8 p.m. Did he have a flea on his privates? <laughs> they found one of the deputies kneeled over. Oh, man. Um, yeah, just going out for a bike ride in a park that is, you know, okay. well-trafficked. That's another thing. I mean, people say, oh, yeah, I see those mountain lines all the time. Are you going to be riding your bike up there knowing that? Because I'm sure all these people knew that. Well, I'm sure you get a false sense of confidence if you've been riding it for 10 years and all the mountain lions, you know, keep their distance. They're waving at you as you ride by. And yeah, a little pennant saying, go Lance. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would do that or not. And I bet you would. And they think, they have a couple theories. One is that all that fire damage out there has forced this lion into an area he was unfamiliar with, like new hunting ground. And so he wasn't, you know, kind of natural to that park. That wasn't his normal place. I believe we have a phone number. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Go ahead if you want to. No, I'm right. just kidding. All right. It's really creepy, though. They say there's deer in the area. But That were making him horny? No. For blood, I mean. I, why wouldn't they kill the deer? I don't know. I would have killed the woman on the bike. She was obviously the one that started this mess. They say that mountain lions are very elusive, as I'm not commenting on that stupid comment you made. So did they retrieve her face out of the cat's stomach and sew it back on? I don't know. Barbie, you're on the ticket. Hi. Hi. Corby, do you love me? Oh. Yes? Okay. Do you love me? Yes, I do love you. No, it's horny. I have a story about a guy in New York. Are you horny right now? No. When was the last time you were? Um, honey? Oh, gross. Stop it, sick. You're a guy? Yeah, I've got OU's toothless guy. He's my husband. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the guy that the ticket saved and gave him a promotions job. Thank God. Um, but did you hear the story about the guy in New York who's friends? I did hear about the story. Did you? The foil story? No. What? All right. Supposedly, well, not supposedly, it's true. This guy's buddy was house-sitting for him. I don't know if he had an animal or whatever, but he went out of town, and his friend came over and was saying, just taking care of the place while he was going, watering the plants, whatever. So the guy comes back from his trip, opens the door to his apartment, and everything is covered in foil. 
Everything. Every, Chairs, lamps, everything. See, every CD individually wrapped, every fork individually wrapped, uh -huh. every single thing in the apartment covered in foil. I rolled the toilet paper, wrapped it in foil, and rolled it. Rolled back. it back up. Everything is in pretty foil. good gag. Yeah. Is that a prank? Left, yeah. The one thing they left unfoiled was a book that said how to prank your friends. Right. That had like 35 good pranks and that how was long weird. did that take? Probably the whole time. Yeah, and that's not worth it. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a good so prank, but, I mean, you got to hire that out. you got to outsource and that. And how, how much foil do you have to buy? They I mean, that's like... $100 in foil. Seems like more than yeah, that, I would have thought more than that. What that's an eating? expensive and time-consuming prank. I'm not interested. Then again, it's a New York apartment, so it's probably pretty small and, and manageable. Oh, listen to you, Mr. New York. Why don't you move up there? Yeah, if you Break. like it so much... I'm sorry, y'all turned on me so easily. All right, Barbie, anything else? No, that was it. Why are you married to that toothless wonder? Because one day you guys will hire him on as a real um, radio guy, and he will be famous, and I will be able to lust after him listening to the radio. Mm, you lust after us? I lust after Corby. Ooh, Corby. Hey, hey. But not in, like, a stalkerish way, because I have a husband. Because of your tinkle? What? Ruff? Eleven five on the ticket. KTBK Dallas Fort Worth. KTBK Sherman Denison. KTBK Sanger. Listen all weekend as Sports Radio thirteen ten the ticket paves the yellow brick road to Super Bowl thirty eight. All the NFC and AFC divisional playoff games are on the ticket beginning this afternoon at three thirty with the Panthers and the Rams at St Louis, followed at seven fifteen by the Titans and the Patriots in Foxborough. Then tomorrow at noon it's the Colts and the Chiefs in Kansas City, followed by the Packers and the Eagles at three forty five in Philadelphia. Watch all the games if you can this weekend, but if you can't, listen to the ticket while you get something done and you won't miss a... This is The Ticket. KTCK, Dallas-Fort Worth. KTBK, Sherman Dennison. KTBK, Sanger. to extend a heartfelt, hey, what's going on? I'm out of weaves and things today. We're going to be here until 1 o'clock, me and the ticket chicks are already here, Tasha and April, and we've got a whole slew of promo guys, so just random guys, don't worry about what their names are. We're giving away ticket t-shirts, ticket travel mugs, but it's the wings that you should come out here for. And we of things in the grapevine, very easy to find, William D. Tate, 114, you can't miss it. We've already been given a mess of wings. they got a whole lot of flavors, wings on fire, garlic parmesan, chipotle pepper.
Pepper. And you can get a lot of them, too, if you mention the ticket when you come out here or if you call. 50 Wings for $19.99 or 5 bucks off any order of $25 or more. And I just noticed that they delivered, so I think what we can do is we can just put the ticket crew in the van and we'll deliver the wings and then we come over and hang out at your house for a while and then we'll come back. And we're going to be here till 1 o'clock. Wings and things. We'll you be yeah. at 114 in Grapevine, Corby. Friday, January 30th at Billy Boss, Texas. Confines of Billy Bob's Texas. Tickets on sale now at all Ticketmaster locations, including Foley's, Fiesta, and at Ticketmaster.com, or by calling 214-373-8000. That's 214-373-8000. You can also get tickets at Billy Bob's Box Office. Mario Speedwagon. Are you tired of waiting five minutes for your shower to get hot? Here's Jimmy Dale, president of Baker Brothers Plumbing, talking about an exciting new product. One of our new products is a hot water comfort system that allows you to have hot water through your entire house in just seconds. The system installation is quick, affordable, and very energy efficient because you don't have to waste water by waiting for it to heat up. Call Baker Brothers today at 214-324-8811 and ask about the hot water comfort system. Baker Brothers Plumbing has been family-owned and operated since 1945 and offers everything from commercial to residential plumbing services. From slab leaks to clearing drains, they do it all. We offer free video inspection when we clean your drain line because if you don't see and find out what causes stoppage, a problem is likely to reoccur. Baker Brothers also offers menu pricing, which means you know the cost before work even begins. Our goal is to provide clean and professional plumbing, reflected in both the quality of our work and the condition of your home after we leave. Call Baker Brothers today at 214-324-8811 or visit them online at leaflocators.com. Remember, Baker Brothers will clean out your drain, not your wallet. The ticket. The Indiana Pacers 92 to 80 at home. Matthew only 36.8% from the floor. And Dirk Nowitzki says the team just couldn't produce offensively. They're a good defensive team, and we got shot blocks in there, and they made it hard for us. And so uh, it's, it's kind of frustrating because I don't think our defense was that bad. I mean, uh, we held them to 92. Uh, it's, it's not bad for us, but uh, to lose a game in offense is uh, is new for us. Mavs are now 16-3 and at the AAC this season. The NFL playoffs continue this weekend in the divisional rounds. Two games today, the NFC Divisionals between Carolina and St. Louis. Rams play host to the Panthers at 3.30. Later today at 7.15, Tennessee visits New England. And in case you're counting, the Pats have won 12 straight. By the way, you can hear both games right here on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Stars played the Avalanche at noon. Last night, the Stars placed Mike Madonna on injured reserve with a strained groin. 
but will miss this game and likely the first part of the Stars' five-game road trip. And checking out the schedule in college basketball, A&M plays Missouri at 12.30. Texas Tech plays host to Oklahoma State at 3. Tulane takes on TCU at home at 7. Baylor plays Texas at 7.30. And New Mexico State plays at North Texas at 7. That's the ticket ticker, a service of Goodyear. Now through January 17th, get us to a $50 cash card with the purchase of four selected Goodyear tires. Call 1-800-GOODYEAR for complete details in the retailer nearest you. Our next ticket ticker is at 11.30, breaking sports first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant Weekend on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. It's the first GNO of 2004, this Tuesday at Pugsley's Library on Walnut Hill at Stemmons. The Charity Challenge on I-7 Player Draft Party, live from 3 to 10 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. It's 11-12 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant. Did you guys see the story of this 52-year-old woman who was killed in Garland when her car was broadsided by this stolen SUV that police were chasing? No. The high-speed chase? Was it a daytime chase? so sad. Daytime chase? Yeah. Yeah. Right around noon. Oof. And, um, so this woman didn't know that there was this high-speed chase going on, so she, you know, pulls in front of this Dodge Durango, and her car was hit on the passenger side and thrown 150 feet. The car was thrown 150 feet before it landed upside down. Oh, my gosh. Where did this happen? What was the intersection? This happened, uh, let's see, on some lines, some lines, 2100 block of South Jupiter Road near so Express Drive, South Jupiter Road in Garland. Was the guy running a red light or something? Yeah. That's 50 yards. How can a car go 50 yards? It's nothing to be proud of, Corby. Authorities found methamphetamine on him and said uh, that he told police that he had taken the stimulant hours earlier. What is the deal with that stuff? I don't know. I just uh, It just sickens me so much that here's this woman, good along. citizen, cruising along, and this trash. You just stole the car? Human trash, yeah. The, the SUV was stolen and the plates were stolen. He stole some plates up in Oklahoma and put them on this SUV that he stole here in Dallas. All right, so now instead, he was going to get caught no matter what. I mean, no one gets away on a high-speed chase anymore because helicopters. Why do they still run? I, that's what I'm saying. So he's going to get caught, and he's probably going to go to jail for a couple of years for whatever reason. He's probably got a record. He's on probation, whatever else. Now he's going to jail for the rest of his life. Will it be the rest of his life? I mean, it's manslaughter, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I don't know if it's capital murder because he wasn't doing it in the commission no, of a felony. Yeah, there was no intent. What a beating to be like a lawyer having to just be like... Sort through all that? Yeah. You're that guy's defense attorney. All right, uh, another guy running from the cops, which we've covered here on the ticket before. Pete Rose? No. Jerry Jones. The? No, not the. Oh. Have you heard about this day? Mm-mm. This is... I think that... All right, tell me if you, if you think this guy's life somehow got out of control. He has an ex-wife. Good. He kills his ex-wife's mother. He okay. kills his ex-wife's father. Okay. He kills his ex-wife's sister. Sounds good. He strangles 
his ex-wife's 10-month-old baby. Oh, no. Which was also his baby. That's where I draw the line. He then abducts his ex-wife's 10-year-old daughter. What, did he kill the baby, the infant? The infant. He strangled the infant. Killed to death? Yeah. Uh, strangled with death. He then abducts his ex-wife's 10-year-old daughter and her 4- and 3-year-old daughters, which were also his daughters. He abducts them, takes them away, calls his ex-wife a few days later and says, hey, or I think the next day, hey, um, when you go back home, because she was out of town, when you go back home, uh, I just wanted to let you know that I've, you know, killed all these people. And uh, if you tell the cops, I'm going to start killing these kids one by one. Mm. So he has these kids. Obviously, the woman contacts police. They start searching for the guy. They're chasing him. Cop car gets close. He won't stop. So they do the old bump the bumper, cause it to spin out maneuver. As soon as the vehicle, the SUV, comes to a stop, the 10-year-old daughter gets out of the passenger side and starts running. So they go to the driver's side, open up the door, and there they see the guy has blown his face off. Did he kill the other two kids, too? No. The other two kids were in the back seat with his face all over them, oh. where he had flattered it all over him. How, did they, his face how did they get over that? I don't know. I the, mean, they're, they're three- and four-year-olds? Is that all there? Yeah, the surviving kids. They the ten-year-old. Well, the ten-year-old will remember it. Three- and four-year-olds will not remember this. They will not. I don't know. I think that it's... Three-year-old, no way. No way. Four-year-old... Well, it's not about consciously remembering it. It's about... I'm sure they'll suppress it. But, I mean, it's pretty shocking. Yeah, I mean, eventually they'll be in therapy when they're 30, and they'll remember it then, you know? So here, uh, here's the deal. The guy is in critical condition. He lived. No. And they think he's going to survive this. Why did they even try? I think it's great. I want him to live with and his face blown off. No face, just rotting away in prison? Yeah, in prison for the rest of his life. That is justice. So he was going to end it, right? He was going to get out of it and didn't have to pay any consequences. Boy, that is good. Is there a picture of him over there? Yeah, here's a... I mean, this is pre-face blowing. blowing. Let me see. What a... Okay, now the reason he did this... What a piece of trash. The reason he did this... I mean, it was justified, right? How old is he? She went to go visit her new boyfriend. I think he's, what, 30? 31? I don't know. I'm not seeing it in here. When did all that take place? Just this past week, they, they, the face blowing off happened, what, two days ago, I think? Wow. And he's going to live. Yeah. What a bastard. So as his SUV is spinning wildly and he, in the in the merry-go-round effect of this, he's pulling out a gun and blowing his own face off. At any point there, just for a split second, did he have regret? I mean, don't you think, man, when I graduated high school and thought I was going to be, you know, a molecular engineer? I don't think I he was ever going to be a molecular engineer. Well, whatever he had. I mean, certainly he had dreams and wanted his life to go well. Probably had Lincoln Tech staring him right in the face. Yeah, he was going to own his own lube and tune one day. Fine. But, I mean, some people, that. some people, that's a, that's a dream, though. No, I'm not saying and... there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that that's, that's where this or to guy just, was. to just live, period. You know, just do whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Go have fun. Go hang out with your friends. Go goof off. Don't ever get married. Whatever. I mean, how you let it get this out of control. I mean, when this thing's spinning and he's pulling out a gun, I just have to imagine that there was one moment where he said, you know what? I wished it was a little bit different. Yes, there's no question. I mean, this, this, what a heavy price I've paid to maintain control. That's what he wanted, right? He wanted to still control his world, and there were things that were out of his control. This ex-wife is getting a boyfriend. Why would he kill the parents and sister? To get back at the ex-wife. He was going to control her world one way or the other. And if he couldn't control it by being her only husband, her only love interest, then he was going to control it in some other way. Wow. So incredibly sad. All right, now, an, an, another odd footnote to the story is that his parents died in a very famous incident. It was the value jet crash. Remember that crashed into the Everglades? Yeah. And he got a lot of money in a settlement from that. And he blew it all on drugs. No way. How so, much money do you think he made? 100000 I, I don't know. Let's say, let's say he got half a million. I don't know. He blew it on drugs? Yeah. That's what it says in there? Primarily. I mean, he, I think he had other extravagance, too. But let's say he had $500,000. So, granted, he had the loss of his parents. But with $500,000, if you're smart, that can really help you out in life. You think? So, I mean, this guy had opportunity. Wow. I mean, with half a million, he could have hired somebody to kill his wife's family. Think I think that. you're thinking of it a little bit wrong there, Dave. Oh, that was a good try. He's 31, it says here. He had a criminal history that included convictions for burglary and auto theft. Sounds like a winner. That's right. a little story. It's an uplifting story for Saturday well, it's not morning. Sp not supposed to be uplifting. All right, let's move on to something more exciting and uplifting. The lottery. You guys still play? You play ever? Never. I think I'm going to start playing again. I always say that. I can't that. remember Every the last I time winner, I bought a ticket. I get so upset that I don't play. Right. I have my set numbers. I just haven't played in probably three years. I don't have set numbers. If you have set numbers and they hit and you don't play, then you're just like, it's so depressing. Yeah. You know the one thing That's I, why you don't have set numbers in case one week you don't play and your numbers I never up? play. That's the point. I just go in there and throw random numbers down. You know, the one thing I do is uh, anytime I get, like, a sweepstakes in the mail, you know, from a, a credit card company, right the track, a publishing house mm -hmm. or whatever, if it's if it's just a simple thing where you just, you know, check, no, I don't want to buy anything and stick it in an envelope and mail it, I'll mail it. Really? I'm too scared to do that. I think they're still getting your information. Pro from probably. I'm probably stupid for doing it, but I figure somebody's got to win. They've, these sweepstakes have to give something away to be legitimate. But they say you increase your chances if you get magazines, right? No, supposedly they're not allowed to do that. Are right, you guys followed the story of the woman in Ohio who claimed that she won that $162 oh, million? Yeah, she but, lost the ticket. But lost the ticket in the parking lot? Now, is this the same? I don't understand what's going on here in Texas with the Mega Millions deal. Are we in cahoots with other states? Are we in this Mega Millions thing? Yeah, I think that's us. I think there's like six or seven states. Do you know it's different really? from the actual I think it's a normal state. lottery? Wednesday and Saturdays we have the normal drawings, and this is like I don't I don't know I'm making Tuesday Friday something like that. It's, it's totally separate. Is from this our the regular... thing with the the mega plier thing? Yeah, like the 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 sign on Central. 
When you exit Mockingbird, if you're heading north to the left, there's that Mega Million sign. You know, I was at, uh, when I went to the Cowboy game, I went to uh, the Giants game, mm -hmm. and there were these guys sitting behind us, and they were all total gamblers. I mean, the whole game they were talking about, you know, who they bet on that week and how their fantasy team was doing and, you know, what was the line for this game and who's out in this game. And then they started talking about this Megaplier thing, and they started talking about, you know, the odds and how to play it and yeah, how to play it. My my head was swimming. I didn't even understand what the hell I'll they were talking about. You pick three. Play it with your left hand. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we're in connection with that, but I don't know. So $162 million, there was one winning ticket. One woman claimed that she had the ticket but lost it. Another woman came forward and said, I have the ticket. Right. And um, the woman who lost the ticket filed an injunction trying to keep him from paying that woman. Anyway, well, it turns out, obviously, that everyone knew this woman's lying. She didn't have the winning numbers. She didn't have the winning ticket. She says, I did lose my ticket, but I, I guess I didn't really have the winning numbers. And her excuse was she had this tearful press conference. And her excuse was, well, I just wanted to win so bad. I mean, she had a lawyer involved in this. The lawyer was saying, we're going to, we're seeking to obtain the ticket and fingerprint it. And well, how, okay, let's say what a she dumbass. took her claim of, hey, that, I, that's my ticket. I think I have from, those numbers. From just her coworkers or her friends, you know, to making a national incident of this. And then, of course, it comes out, and she's crying, saying, no, I didn't, and now they're going to press charges. Well, it doesn't matter how many lawyers you get. Unless you come up with the ticket itself, you're not going to win. Yeah, you're not going to win mean, a lottery say, on your word. Let's say that you bought it at the 7-Eleven over here. I am. Okay. Let's say you bought it at the 7-Eleven, you lose the ticket, and, and then those numbers hit. You never find the ticket. You can't claim that. No, but 7-Eleven has it in their records. Because a certain percentage of lottery money goes to the store. Right, could you prove it, though? So 7-Eleven gets their money. But 7-Eleven knows exactly when that thing was bought. And if it shows on their video camera, you up there buying that ticket when it was exactly bought, couldn't you make a case then? Boy, that's... I don't know. If, if, but if, if, I, don't know what the, I don't know what the technicalities if, of the lottery are, whether they require the physical paper ticket or what. So if the money goes unclaimed, though, does the store still get their share? No, I don't know. I would think not. We got Butch on line three says that the lottery is a scam. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, the money from the lottery is supposed to go to our school systems. Yeah. We have we have the worst education, like we're 48th in in the in the United States, right? Thank God for Louisiana and Mississippi. Yeah, exactly. It's a scam. That's, that's all the information you have. Haven't played it. Never will. Hey. Well. Where does it go? Why why do you think any of it goes to it? it goes, I think it goes just into the general fund, and they waste it like they waste all our other tax dollars. Thanks for your uh, information. It's a good job-job <laughs> <Jub> opinion. <laughs> Something Jub would say. Speaking of Jub, I saw two things in the paper today that will make him furious, and I'll tell you those next. 11.26 on the ticket. It's our 10th birthday, and to celebrate a decade of decadence and deviltry, we're going to ram it home with a big old truck giveaway. Yeah, it's our birthday, but the P1s are getting the present, a 2004 Dodge Ram 1500. Your next chance to qualify for a key that could start the truck is with a hard line next Wednesday from 3 to 7 at the Camino Real Apartments on Plano Parkway at the Tollway in Plano. TheTicket.com has all the details on the big...
all live, all local, all sports, all the time. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Just a bunch of guys hanging out and talking sports. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. The station everyone can agree on at work.
Welcome to Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Talking about our teams in our town. Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. Call Camino Real at 972-735-1300 and ask for a tour. It may be the best move you'll ever make. Dallas Fort Worth's ticket. Feature two divisional playoff games today. The early game is at 3.30 when the Panthers play the Rams in St. Louis. Rams are rolling at home, winning 14 in a row. Panthers quarterback Jake Delhomme says the Rams' defense will be a challenge. They blitz a good bit. You know, everybody talks about Dallas blitzing and whatnot, but they blitz more than Dallas. Dallas is blitzing with a lot on third down. St. Louis will come on first, second, or third down. They, they really get after you a good bit. Mavs dropped their third game of the season at home, a 92-80 loss to the Pacers. Mavericks shoot only 36.8% from the floor. Gergovitsky led the Mavs with 20 points. And the Stars play host to Colorado at noon. They'll be without Mike Madonna. He was placed on injured reserve last night with a strained groin. Check out the Dallas Stars postgame show right here on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Checking out the college basketball scoreboard, a few games of note. 6.02 left in the first, and Wisconsin is leading Michigan State by a score of 27-22. Number five, Wake Forest up a point on Clemson, 16-15. Now with 8.43 left in the first, Georgetown and West Virginia are tied at nine. Now with eight minutes left in the first half. Our next ticket ticker is at 11.50, breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to The Rant Weekend on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Norm Hitchcock celebrates Wednesdays with the Don. Get the inside story from the Mavs coach and GM on the team and the NBA every Wednesday at 10.10. Brought to you by Van Chevrolet and Sports Radio 13.10. The ticket. It's uh, 11.34 on Sports Radio 13.10. The ticket. You listen to The Rant with Corby Davidson, Gen X Davey. I'm Gordon Keith. You guys ready to take a few phone calls before we get to the two stories that are going to drive Chubb crazy? Yeah. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're in a city. You're on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. I'm driving between Dallas and San Antonio. My P1 is transplanted to San Antonio. And I was calling to know if Don Harris is actually funny. He's on the ticket there. Yeah. And apparently he, he does a couple characters for you guys, and he knows y'all pretty well. Yeah, Don Harris is uh, an old college friend of George and Craig's. Right, he always kicks shouts out to those guys, but he's not funny. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how he is on his radio show. Um, yeah. But he, he's personally a very funny guy. He's also a big TV guy down there in San Antonio. Yeah. And well, which is not saying much. It's not a hotbed for sports. And, you know, local sports. Got the Spurs. Well, that, and that's it. That's all they have to talk about. But Don, Don's a really funny guy. All right. Well, you need to give him some pointers, Gordon. You need to give some him quarters, man. Pointers. <laughs> some dogs. I don't know. Yeah, if, uh, here's a little inside information for you, since no one listens on Saturday. Uh-huh. Don Harris is the voice of Tom Foolery. <gasps> I thought that was you, Gordon. No, it wasn't me. Never was me. Zeb, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yeah, you need to tell Jeb Jeb to be more gracious to his P1s, the loyal P1s. Why? What happened? Well, I bumped up into him at the gas station, and uh, 
win. He got a big time in the line, and then I went out to his SUV and asked him for some shirts, and he said he didn't have nothing for me. What's well, up with that? And it's not like we carry, we'll carry around loads around. of shirts and hats. You all owe the P1 something. We <laughs> pay your salary. Oh, I hate oh, that. Oh, dear. When did you see him? <laughs> was, he was playing at a trophy club, uh, you know, one of those Richie golf clubs out there on South Lake. And, uh, I'm alone. Honestly, his mold stuck out, and so I said, that's got to be the jub jub. Yeah, I agree with you. George should carry around a bunch of T-shirts in his SUV. Uh, you know what? Grego does. Does he really? Grego always has, like, a spare hat and a spare T-shirt in his car ah! in case he runs into a P1. Or... I just think that, yeah. You know, it's not a bad idea because I can't tell you how many people I've promised T-shirts to and never up, followed up on it, and I feel so bad about that. I have rant T-shirts in my car. Do you? That's good. I have you been I getting the ones where I think we're a little bit behind? Are you? No. I've, I've got three that I need to mail out. Okay. By the way, I have receipts for you. Oh, you do? Let me give them to you. Do I owe you money? Yeah, you owe me like 60 bucks. Let's put it on my tab. All right, give us a little music here. Things that drive Jub Jub crazy. Or. Okay. Um. All right. All right, we'll move on. Music is what he asked for. I wish so much that today was a Muser's Day because I love to run these past Giorgio. Some of you think these would drive him crazy. Wesley Clark speaks out. He basically criticizes Bush, as you can imagine. He says there were two of the greatest lies ever told in the last three years. Now, Wesley Clark is one of the... Guys are going for the Democratic presidential nomination. But, but he is one of the favorites to win the nomination. Right. right. It's Dean and then Clark's right on his heels now. Okay. All right. He said two two of the greatest lies. What do you think they were? That our current president told. Right. Um, I'm not a crook. That no. He never did blow in college? No. One was that the September 11th attacks could not have been prevented, and the other is that a future attack is inevitable. He says those are the two greatest lies that have ever been told in the past three years. How, how does he know this? I'm sure he I, does it. I'm sure I've told a bigger lie than that. He says, if I'm president of the United years. States, I'm going to take care of the American people. Uh, we're not going to uh, have we're not going to have one of these incidents. Right. So basically, that's guaranteeing. He is blaming September 11th on George Bush. Right. Why not? Gotta have a scapegoat. Hey, you I got... think that's pretty bold and shocking. It is. I would think they would jump on this story a little bit more than this. It's pretty incredible to blame a guy for September 11th. It's one guy. One guy. Okay. George Bush, the president of this country right. that was attacked. Now look, it's, it's ballsy. It's very shocking. But it can go either way. This guy is a long shot to win the presidency. He's a, maybe a 50-50 shot to win the Democratic nomination. What does he have to lose? Maybe this blows up in his face, but maybe it's something that people will latch onto and say, yeah. I blame George Bush also for that story we just had about that kid killing his in-laws and his son. Why? Because it happened on his watch? Well, yeah, he's president. I also blame him for Oklahoma losing his sugar bowl. Oh, my goodness. But I think it's whether it's politically advantageous for him or not, don't you think it's just sorry? It's stupid. You think that... I you know what I hate? I, I really hate people that hate George Bush. Yeah. 
Because my opinion of him is, I may disagree with him, I may have never voted for him, may never vote for him, but I really think the guy is probably a nice guy. Yeah, no. I think he's probably a decent human being. Still our president. And to say that, you know what, you're the one who, you basically knew September 11th was going to happen and you just let it happen. You just sat back and ate cheesecake while it was right. going on. You just saw those intelligence reports on your desk and just You thought it'd be kind of funny that all those people died. That's just so sorry. What was the other lie? I already forgot. The other one is that it's um, inevitable that another attack will Inevitable occur. that there will be another attack on the American people. Is that, he, and he, in, the, quote is, in the rest of time, he said, yeah, he said, if I'm president of the United States, I'm going to take care of the American people. We're not going to have another one of those incidents. Okay. One, another one of these incidents. He's saying that that, that is a, the biggest lie that American, pe American people will not be attacked for the rest of time. That's what he's saying. Right. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, right. did George Bush put a timetable on his? No. He just They're just saying that in all likelihood, we will have another terrorist attack on our soil. Right. Which I think that's going to happen. Well, it is inevitable. It's a pretty good bet. It is inevitable. Now, whether or not it's going to be that grand of a scale will still be attacked one way or another. Right. The question is, can we prevent it from getting to that big a scale? Yeah. They're going to try something. That just infuriates me as an American that Wesley Clark says this. Madonna, uh, that's the second thing that would really burn Georgia oh, okay. up. Madonna says on her website, sluthore.com. I, I believe it's madonna.com, Dave. She says, I'm writing to you. Oh, I'm sorry. What is this? Is this on her website? <laughs> I don't know who she's writing to. Oh, and an email to fans. Here it is, an email to fans. I'm writing to you because the future I wish for my children is at risk. So we all need to take note because her children are at risk. That's right. Okay. And we all need to be concerned about Madonna's children. If you're a fan of Madonna, don't be concerned about your own children. Madonna's children may be at risk right now. Hunter and Scout. This is her quote. No, I think you got another celebrity uh, no. there. Our greatest risk is not terrorism. It's not Iraq or the axis of evil. Hmm. It's George Bush. Our greatest risk is a lack of leadership, a lack of honesty, and a complete lack of consciousness. Huh? Not conscience, but consciousness. So, she's saying that George Bush sleeps too often? I guess so. That's the only thing he's I like can a, figure out. narcoleptic? I want to know how Madonna can say our greatest risk is not terrorism. Not Iraq. I mean, you know what? Let's say that I'm a Republican, and I don't think that Bill Clinton... Let's say I really disliked Bill Clinton and really hated his leadership and you told me I can choose between having uh, five more 9-11s or Bill Clinton's president which I consider to be a lack of leadership I'm I would think I'd choose the Bill Clinton but not Madonna nope for the sake of her children she would much rather have terrorism Iraq and an axis of evil than this lack of leadership that she's seen
Well, she's said, obviously one of the brilliant minds of our time. I'm on her website now. She says, I've never aligned myself with a presidential candidate during the primary season, but this time the stakes are too high. We have too much to lose, and there's so much work to be done. And who does she endorse? General Wesley Clark. Wesley Clark. Hmm. Anyway, those were two things that... Did, and I'm not a Republican. I could just see Jubb's birthmark just pulsing in anger. I know. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13. Turn the ticket. Hey, tell those guys Madonna lives in London, England. That's why she's afraid of her children being attacked. All right, thanks for the info. Later. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13. Turn the ticket. Howard Dean, the leading frontrunner for the Democratic Party, threw out the notion that George Bush may have known about the attacks prior to it happening, and he did nothing to protect. Yeah, I'm sure he knew about it. Well. So, so do you believe that? Do I believe it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe that. But he had foreknowledge of it, but he kind of rubbed his hands together he and said, Oh, I want to see this. Yeah, he went and saw the water boy and said, well, take care of it. The idea that he throws it out is much more sillier than uh, anyone believing uh. it, and it doesn't get reported. I want you guys to tell me when she gave up, when Madonna gave up, when she ran out of stuff to, to write about Wesley Clark. All right? Okay. Thankfully, there is now a candidate running for president who is committed to ensuring that our country lives up to its promise and its people. He's a decorated soldier and a respected diplomatic leader who has already given 34 years to his country. He is smart and he is good. Uh-oh. Mm. <laughs> After the smart thing, I think it's where she started failing. Her, he is her, good. Her press agent quit proofreading it at that point. <laughs> he is smart and, and he, he is, is good. <laughs> Chris in Dallas, you're on Sports Radio 13, send the ticket. Yeah, I hate George Bush. Okay. Why do you hate him? Well, I hate him for a few reasons. I hate him because uh, he spent the surplus. I hate him because he lied about the weapons of mass destruction. And I hate him because he dodged out of Vietnam when he was with the Texas Air National Guard. You know what? This amazes me because I, you know, I actually kind of like George Bush. I don't know about as a president, but I like him as a guy for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I like him as a guy, but, too. I just, but I don't understand this hate word. I mean, I know people who hated Clinton. I never got that. Well, so he did. So he did the intern business in the White House. So you disagree with his policies on health care. So this, so that. What's with the hate business? I hate him as a president. I have divorced myself from politics. Does Eric know so much? I have too. It's I don't even too care. Much tired head and uh, just—it's so much misplaced passion because people are all ignorant about what goes on. Like you, Chris, you don't know anything about what George Bush has done other than what people have told you. And it's been filtered through their opinion. And you kind of you kind of look at people, and you don't look at what George Bush di does. You look at what people say about what George Bush does, and you kind of say, well, you know what, I kind of agree with this guy's opinion. Same with you. You don't know what George Bush does. You're not in the White That's why I don't form an opinion. I guarantee I have no I have no opinion on what kind of president he is. I basically have no opinion on what kind of president Clinton was. I've heard on the radio you say you like him. You like him, you think he's a strong leader. I've heard, heard you say that. Oh, no, 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 no. No, what I said is this. I say that one thing I will say about George Bush is I do think he leads as opposed to, all right, hey, what does everybody else think? What do, you, what do you want me to do? Which I think Clinton did a lot more of that kind of feeling out what everyone else thought rather than leading with his heart. Right. I mean, now, now, granted, you know, there's a lot of leaders who lead lead people into hell because of their convictions, but I do admire leaders that do lead by conviction. 
I hate it when people just regurgitate mindless dribble from Rush Limbaugh. Right. Crossfire. Right. Rush Limbaugh. Hey, Rush Limbaugh. No, I'm not, of course I'm you saying, do. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying people in general. I'm actually a very devout Republican. I mean, I believe in Republican ideals. I just don't like this guy as a president. All right. So what's what's wrong with him? Say it again. Uh, he spent the surplus. He did not. He was not honest with the American public about the weapons of mass destruction. How did he spend the surplus? Well, the first thing he did when he got into, into office was he spent the surplus. Okay, what did he spend it on? I thought well, I asked you. He, he gave every American the $600 rebate, plus he gave corporate uh, interest many, many, many tax rebates. Okay, so he gave the American people's money back to them, and that's spending the surplus, in your opinion. And giving it back to corporations. Okay, and let's say he does that because he has the firm conviction, whether it's right or wrong, so that's that if you energize the economy, that it energizes the economy, and if you have businesses having more money, then they can employ more people. That, that money goes to. I mean, you may disagree with that ideologically, but why? You may say it's a bad move. Tried it, but he believed it didn't work out the way he wanted it to. 9/11 ended up coming, and and we. Because he said the See, that's what I'm saying. That's why politics is just such a whip. 9-11 ended up coming because he spent the You have to talk with people who have the thought process like you. I'm not saying 9-11 ended up coming because of it. I'm saying that would have been good money to have in the bank. We had the surplus for the first time since the 40s. Okay, okay. now, if he, now, so you think he should have asked for everyone for that tax cut back and say, hey, this goes to our 9-11 fund. No, obviously he didn't know about 9-11 at the time. What he should have done is hold on to the money, wait a while, see what the economy was doing. Okay. The economy was already starting to go down. When the economy goes down, revenues go down. When revenues go down, we need more money. The surplus could have been a valuable tool. You know, all you have to do when the economy goes down, when the economy goes down, why don't you just tax the businesses a lot more? No. What you do is wait, no, why not? Spending. Wait, why not? Spending. We don't want evil corporate America to have money. That's right. Oh, no, we, we do. They employ us. No, no, don't, don't think that far. That, I don't like thinking that far. I just like to think, I need an enemy. I need corporate America to be the enemy. And I want to think that any time that a president gives a break to corporate America, it's just to make his rich friends more rich. That's what I want to think. No. Please let me think that. No, absolutely not. I mean, they... they... All right. You know, when... Tired. When you... I, I get so tired of, of that. How do, you, how do people sit around and talk politics forever? Because they're all talking third-hand knowledge and fourth-hand sound bites. That's all they do. You know, as you judge presidents, really and truly, most of their policies are going to be split down the middle. But in reflection, you're going to say, okay, I believe that this worked that they did and this didn't work, and then somebody else is going to have the exact opposite opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's a wash. Really, the only way you can judge a president is how they handle crisis, and not every president has to face crisis. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Reagan had the the Cold War, Kennedy had the Cuban Missile Crisis, FDR had the Depression, you know, LBJ had Vietnam, which I always thought FDR should have gotten treated for that. If he had, if he suffered depression for well, that, they didn't, long... ha- they didn't have Zoloft back then. Oh, they didn't. No. Oh. But so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, George Bush has done as as credible a job as he could be expected to under the circumstances of September 11th in the Middle East. All right, let's squeeze one in real quick. Rich, you're on the ticket. Gordon, I'm so tired of you. Okay. <laughs> you're such a child. You take these childlike arguments. You start with the Wesley Clark thing. Know what the hell you're talking about. 
This is a this is a ridiculous little three second soundbite from what Wesley Clark was talking about with respect to a t anti terrorism plan that was in place, ready to be implemented six months before Bush went into office. Okay, so that and that would have prevented these attacks. With, without a without a doubt, that would have prevented these attacks. Child, can you listen to someone for five seconds? I listened to you for about thirty seconds before I even spoke. That's what he was talking about. He wasn't saying that Bush could have prevented 9-11. He was saying there was a plan. Okay, oh, Rich. What we're doing now? Take a break for just a second. Rich, Rich, hold it. Hold it. Hold it, hold it. Hold it, Rich. I'm going to have to put you on hold if you don't stop talking for a second, okay? I want to read you these words, and I want you to tell me if Wesley Clark said them. Okay? Go ahead. If I'm president of the United States, I'm going to take care of the American people. We're not going to have one of these incidents. Not, not we're probably not, or not we're going to implement policies not to have them. We are not going to have one of these incidents. That's what he said, and he was talking about the policy that was not implemented for the two and a half months that George Bush was in Crawford and, on vacation. And there is not another one, there's not another terrorist incident that's bound to happen. So, in other words, if we, we have been given the magic key to prevent all terrorism in America, and that is Wesley Clark, as that, president. That's it. With semantics. That's it. And what are semantics, by the way? I have to go through this all the time. People think semantics are a bad word. Semantics means the meaning of words, right? George Bush said... That what did he mean by these words? An imminent terrorist threat. Imminent means... What does imminent mean? Imminent means unavoidable. And within the uh, within the this one horizon of, of reality, not forever, not does it mean unavoidable or very near in, in the way he's meaning it? It's all in the context of what Clark was talking about with respect to the plan that was not Clinton's administration didn't implement the plan because they were going out and this was I mean this was people who work for him now. All right, but wait a second, Rich. You're working on the premise that if we had this plan, then 9/11 wouldn't have happened, right? You firm. You may believe that, right, but you don't know that. You might not have gotten 20 guys with box cutters on planes. Might not have. There were proper security. But you know what? I noticed, in, and I hate to play semantics here, but you used the word might. Why would you use that word? Because that's what Clark was talking about, uh, prospectively. But he's not saying here that it might not have happened. He, he said, said, if you were president, what, what, what would be different? Well, he would have implemented a plan that was sitting there on the desk for six months while he was off on vacation. Right, and that, by implementing that plan, he said that we would not have had one of these incidents. Period. It's not a question. It's not a might or anything like that. We would not have had it. You know, because Wesley Clark implemented a plan that was foolproof. You know, that quote by Wesley Clark is, is kind of a, an empty promise, like when you tell your wife that, oh, I don't find other women attractive. No, absolutely not. One more thing, and I really, how can you talk about getting tired head about talking about the, uh, I mean, the realities of the world when you can talk about sports 24 hours a day? I love talking about sports. I just love talking sports that much. <laughs> Thanks for your phone call. It's 11.54 on the ticket. No, we can't score, stick handle, or even skate. That's what makes Charity Challenge on Ice the perfect ticket event. No talent, no skill, no problem. Charity Challenge on Ice. Seven. The hype begins with a Charity Challenge on Ice draft party this Tuesday at Pugsley's Library, Walnut Hill and I-35 Stemmons Freeway. Join the Hardline live from 3 to 6 for the pre-draft program. Then Norm Hitchers hosts the players' draft from 6 to 8. Just like last year, it's a reverse draft as Subway Team Hardline picks the players for speedy oil change team users and vice versa. 
Meet all the players and Gordo too at the Charity Challenge on I-7 Draft Party at Thompson's Library from Sports Radio 1310. The Hey, 3-1's Gordon Keith here for North Texas Nissan. Did you know that North Texas Nissan... What the heck was that? Something magical just happened in the <laughs> It's a magical sale at North Texas Nissan. Yeah, North Texas Nissan is has been born for you, the P1s. This is basically a P1 dealership. It's owned and operated by Kevin McGowan, a good friend of Corby's, yeah. a good friend of mine. Corby, you bought a vehicle from Kevin. I drive a vehicle from North Texas Nissan. And, Davey, you actually thought about buying an Xterra recently until you uh, until hit my the wife, kids with your credit yeah, card. My wife wouldn't let me. Yeah, unfortunately. But North Texas Nissan is there for you to pick up a Murano, an Xterra, a Pathfinder, the full-size Armada, or the new Nissan Titan, which is making all the news in the automotive industry. You a know, full-size pickup truck that's luxurious. If he would give me, a, if Kevin McGowan would give me a Armada, a Pathfinder Armada for free, I would be his love slave for the rest of my life. There you go. That's the Dave Lane promise. It's North Texas Nissan on I-35 near the Shady Shores exit in Corinth, Texas, just north of Lake Louisville. North Texas Nissan, brother. Good, strong ticket listener. Kevin Scott from the Hotline here. I'm at Wings and Things today. Easy to get to. It's in Grapevine. William D. Tate at 140. Come on out. The ticket chicks are out here. and We're out here. We're having a good time. We're going to be here until 1 o'clock, but they got TVs here. Stars take the ice at noon. You can watch the game, and then if you want, you can listen to Bobby Down's Post Game Show. Come on out and mention that you heard about Wings and Things with the ticket. 50 wings for $19.99 or $5 off any order of $25 or more. If you want wings, come on out anyway. There's all kinds of stuff like french fries, stuffed jalapenos, and something called corn poppers. I don't know what that is, but I'm really looking forward to trying those corn poppers. Mm. It's a wings and things today. We're going to be here until 1 o'clock, so come on out and register for stuff.
This is Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. This is hydroponics.com or call us toll free at 1 866 25Hydro. Listen all weekend as Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket paves the yellow brick road to Super Bowl 38. All the NFC and AFC divisional playoff games are on the ticket beginning this afternoon at 3.30 with the Panthers and the Rams at St. Louis, followed at 7.15 by the Titans and the Patriots in Foxborough. Then tomorrow at noon, it's the Colts and the Chiefs in Kansas City, followed by the Packers and the Eagles at 3.45 in Philadelphia. Watch all the games if you can this weekend, but if you can't, listen to the ticket while you get something done and you won't miss a play. The NFL Divisional Playoffs and Super Bowl 38 are on Sports Radio 1310. com. This is The Ticket. KTTK Dallas-Fort Worth. KTBK Sherman Denison. KTBK Sanger. This is The Ticket. Divisional playoff between the Titans and Patriots should provide some drama. Texas Landing Cattle bringing the ticker. Kickoff is at 7.15 and temperature at game time is expected to be between 0 and 10 degrees. Tom Brady says this game is more about their goal of the Super Bowl. It's really become a goal of ours to get into the playoffs and then to work our way through the playoffs. We've stayed very focused in the short term to be able to do that. And to be able to play this Saturday night, it's like a Monday night game, you know. It's everybody's watching. The early game is at 3.30 between the Panthers and the Rams. You can hear both games right here on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Mavericks dropped their third game at home this season, a 92-80 loss to the Pacers. They shoot only 38% from the floor. 80 points is the lowest point total for the Mavs at home this season. Stars are minutes away from their game with the Avalanche. Mike Madonna will not play. He was placed on injured reserve with a strained groin. And by the way, make sure you listen to the Stars postgame show right here on the ticket. And reports out of Chicago claim that LSU head coach Nick Saban interviewed with the Chicago Bears on Friday. Bears GM Jerry Angelo says if Saban wants the Bears head coaching position, it is his to take. That's the ticket ticker of service of Goodyear. Now through January 17th, get up to a $50 cash card with the purchase of four selected Goodyear tires. Call 1-800-GOODYEAR for complete details and the retailer nearest to you. Our next ticket ticker is at 1220, breaking sports news first, guaranteed. I'm Layla, reminding you to remember the time you spend listening to the Troy Aikman Show weekend on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Listen all weekend as Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket paves the yellow brick road to Super Bowl 38. All the NFC and AFC divisional playoff games are on the ticket beginning this afternoon at 3.30 with the Panthers and the Rams at St. Louis, followed at 7.15 by the Titans and the Patriots in Foxborough. Then tomorrow at noon, it's the Colts and the Chiefs in Kansas City, followed by the Packers and the Eagles at 3.45 in Philadelphia. Watch all the games if you can this weekend, but if you can't, listen to the ticket while you get something done and you won't Live and play. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. The station everyone can agree on at work.
This is the ticket.